This week, Intentional Sounding is brought to you by Hello Tushy. Turn your bathroom into the private spa oasis you've always wanted with a tushy bidet. Every spray to your booty hole will transport you to a relaxing spa experience in the comfort of your own bathroom. Why a bidet? Wiping your butt with dry toilet paper is so 19th century. It's time for us to catch up with the rest of the world. You see, it takes just one pint of water to properly wash with tushy. It takes 437 billion gallons of water, plus 253,000 tons of bleach and 15 million trees to make toilet paper annually. Plus, your Tushy installs in just 10 minutes. Tushy fits all standard toilets and even some one-piece toilets. No electricity, plumbing, or significant other required. Just unscrew the toilet seat, pop the Tushy on, connect to water, and you're ready to go. We also suggest the bamboo toilet paper because we know softness and sustainability can coexist. It's 100% safer and... 100% more sustainable, as swishing to bamboo toilet paper exponentially reduces your carbon footprint. And here is your Scavengers Network exclusive. You can take 10% off your first order with code SCAVENGE. Just redeem at hellotushy.com and start having a healthier bathroom experience today. Our second sponsor this week is Blue Apron, where you can choose from a variety of chef-designed, step-by-step recipes every single week. Get fresh seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door and enjoy delicious, unforgettable meals that are cooked from scratch. Blue Apron's uniquely integrated model means better ingredients, better pricing, and a better planet for us all. They've recently unveiled a line of meals that are that you can cook in under 20 minutes, uh, so if you were waiting to sign up for Blue Apron because you don't have time to cook regularly or you tried it before and you noticed that all your food was going bad because you just didn't have time to cook it, now, there's really been no better time to, to try Blue Apron. You have tons of options, uh, tons of different uh, meals to choose from every week, and you can cancel or skip any meal at any time. It's super Super easy. So just go to bit.ly slash snaperin30. That's bit.ly slash snaperin30 to get $30 off your first order. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I am your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio, the Joe Buck in this situation. And with me, as always, is my faithful Troy Aikman, Sam Grezis. That's that's the most hurtful one. Hey, if you were, if you were wondering <laughs> if you were wondering which is the most hurtful one, it's it's this one. I was talking. I don't know if we talked to uh, about this on the show yet this season, but. I feel like I've only realized it now, like how bad uh, Troy Aikman is at his at his job. I, I think he's getting worse. Maybe I think it's I think for me it's more that you know I don't have Phil Sims to kick around anymore, and you know Jim Nance is complete without Phil Sims. Jim Nance I think is completely he's, whatever. I think he's kind of going the way of Phil Sims. I think that's kind of the problem like over the past few years and like i think we should just open this up by talking about announcing considering Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. this is going to be a kind of special episode my friends but we're gonna get on started on announcing here because i'm actually we're we're recording this thursday night instead of wednesday night because we had some issues come up and like it's joe buck and troy aikman right now on broncos Mm -hmm. cardinals and listening to them I'm actually finding myself enjoying Joe Buck and hating Troy Aikman more than ever before. Yeah. Yep. 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 Joe Buck seems loose. Like he, like, I feel like he's loosened up in the past few years. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's just got this point where he's not being a try hard anymore. No. And he's not taking it quite as seriously. And I actually think it's made him better because mm-hmm. he actually sounds like a person now, mm-hmm. but Troy mm-hmm. Aikman, his brain keeps getting worse and worse 
and worse, and the game gets further and further away from him, he's he's Phil Simsing it up. It's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, he has taken to contradicting himself in 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 one sentence. He's be, he's it's a self parody. It's like anything we could say about him and and try to make a funny like exaggerating joke it it wouldn't it'd be believable like it's probably something he's done so i like it's i don't know man i don't know how it do i don't know how this do it's it's kind of weird to just mm-hmm. hear hear myself being like oh that was that was kind of amusing joe buck and oh my god i'm i'm watching an ad right now that just had Troy Aikman on screen and i hate it mm-hmm. i hate it I hate it. I'm I'm so uh, mad. Yeah. Yeah. Tra- not great. Troy Aikman is the worst. While we're on announcers. Yes. I feel we've we've kind of been avoiding this so far up to this season, but I think we have to accept the fact that I don't think Jason Witten is very good. Yeah, no. No. He's not he's just kind of there. I like I I don't hate him, right? I don't think he's bad. But at the same time, I don't... He is adding nothing to anything. At least in my mind. I think that's part of the problem. I'm, we're hearing... He fumbles over his words a lot. And that, well, but that, I, that I can understand. Like, I don't hate yeah, that. I, I'm, not, I'm not so mad about that. Like, I've seen some articles where they're pointing out, like, oh, like, Aaron Rodgers pulled a rabbit out of his head. I'm like, eh, I've I've said dumber shit than that yeah. in the moment, trying to be funny. He's a rookie. Like, he's not going to... Not everyone's going to be Tony Romo. Maybe they shouldn't have put him as the premier color guy on Monday Night Football. Yeah, like he right. Like I know Romo worked out, mm-hmm. but I they seriously need to start these guys on the games that nobody's going to watch, so that they can kind of get in the rhythm. Because right. Witten clearly feels the pressure, and he's he fumbles over some things. He slurs some words. He's mm-hmm. he's amateur, and that's to be expected. But the problem is, like, also unlike Romo, he he's just not interesting. Yeah, he do, Yeah, he doesn't really add anything. He it's very much just like, I like he's he's one of the many interchangeable. Uh, color guys who does like it doesn't it doesn't matter you can swap him in swap him out and you wouldn't know know the difference you could replace him with ronde barber and and nobody would be able to tell for probably a quarter Mm -hmm. until they show them in the booth and they're like wait jason witten's black and bald now Mm -hmm. and has really good teeth Mm -hmm. and a super bowl ring that doesn't seem like jason witten yeah it's 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 bad it's very bad I, i I don't know if I hope he gets better. Like that's yeah. the that's the thing. I feel like we we got our redemption for the cowboy player that deserved better than the team he was on, mm-hmm. and that was yeah. Romo. Romo Romo's Romo's getting his due finally. Jason Witten, he like he's gonna be fine. He he was never underrated or destroyed by the media or anything like that. Right, it's almost right. kind of like a reverse. Witten was mm-hmm. good from the start hall of famer that everybody thinks is a great player he gets in the booth and everyone's trashing him or is romo just like everyone was trashing him yeah unfairly and now he got in the booth and everyone loves him yep. it's kind of amusing in that sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's that's i never really thought about that that's very um very odd it's pretty depressing because i feel like jason witten took the place of jay cutler because Jay yeah, Cutler yeah. was gonna do that stuff last year, he came back, and then we we lost that because of the Dolphins, and now we're stuck with Jason Witten, who it's a shame. sucks. It's yeah, it's 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 a damn shame, because like yeah, everyone knew Jay Cutler wasn't gonna do jack shit. Jay Cutler was going to be must watch announcing television. Yeah. Yes. Even if he was bad, he was going to be must-watch. Like, yep. have you seen any of the episodes of his reality show 
with I guess it's Kristen Cavallari's reality show starring Jay Cutler. No, I haven't. Like, I would recommend The Ringer did an amazing recap every single week of all mm-hmm. the best Jay Cutler stuff. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't watch the show, it's worth reading those articles because it's everything you want out of Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. exactly the person you think he is and it's amazing. Awesome. I'm that that makes me very very happy. Anyway, since we're doing this on Thursday night, and there is actual live football going on. I figured we could just kind of comment on this game as it's going. Well, at I, this point, I, I will say at this point, we got to We got to say we got we have to like place ourselves in time. Right. Uh, we are there is about a minute left in the second quarter. The score now is Broncos 28, Cardinals 3 in this game that started with a tipped pick 6 on the first drive of the game. The first maybe play of the game? It could have been? I, it was sure. definitely the first. It might have been the first series of the yeah. game. I can't remember. I, I, just, I turned it on right when that happened. So I didn't actually know how much I had missed. But yeah, we're we're two pick sixes in already. Josh Rosen has thrown two pick sixes. One was tipped, which I wouldn't blame on him, and the other one was no. just a bad throw. It was, was yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah. Chris Harris high fived his teammate on the way into the end zone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, this is this is not good football. This is the first time I've actually sat down and actually genuinely watched the Cardinal. Oh, hold on. Was that a touchdown? We may have just witnessed a touchdown, friends. Oh, snap. Live. 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 That was live touchdown. There was a flag, though, because there's a flag after every single cool play mm-hmm. in football now. I think you're ahead of You may be ahead of me. Um, Are you watching this on TV or? I'm, I, I, I'm, uh, huh, I'm a cord cutter, a Dave. I, I'm watching I, this I, on my computer on Amazon. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on PlayStation View, so. So maybe, but yeah, I did okay. see the touchdown, the touchdown. To... Oh, oh, I think they took it away from him. Oh no. It got, it got canceled by the penalty. Ah, fucking penalties, man. Can we talk about how, about what's wrong? What the hell is wrong with the Cardinals? Everything. I do Well, but it doesn't seem like it should be right. Josh, Josh Rosen isn't the worst fucking quarterback that's playing in the league. He really is. No, that w- that would be Nathan Peterman. Yeah, like like <sighs> yeah, why why aren't why isn't this the Bills? Or why isn't this uh I mean, why isn't this it, why isn't this the Panthers? Like the Panthers could could by all rights being a Oh, like, I'll never throw a fade. Theater. Oh, that they get the PI. They did. Oh, oh man. Uh Ben Workery. I don't know how to pronounce that. Number 23. Oh, he was holding him like, oh, yeah, that that's actual legit P.I. I'm not, not going <laughs> to complain about that. He He's literally holding the inside of his jersey as uh, Sutton goes yeah. up to catch the ball. Yep, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's the thing. The Cardinals' defense was supposed to be good, too. And then on every fucking series, they're – you can throw on them for like a billion yards. Yeah, they picked up a defensive head coach. Like, is they it? did. Steve they Wilkes, a Steve, defensive guy. Yeah, yeah. No, Steve. Steve Wilkes uh, is a very defensive-minded coach, and like, so, so by all accounts, I was reading up on this before the game. Right? They're they're saying that Steve Wilkes is not on the hot seat this year. This is his first year with the club and they're going to give him time. Right. But what I read before the game was, wait, was that Jim Zorn? Did I just see Jim Zorn on the Broncos sideline? What? Hold on. I think I just saw somebody was talking to a player as he went off the side. I am looking up Jim Zorn right now. Is, is that where he is? Is he still in the league? Oh, God. where is he? Where is he? Da, 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 da. Does he say where he is? Um, uh, Former American football I player. I, I, I swear to God, I saw him. There, is that not him? He, he was just like talking to Case on the sideline. 
Jim Zord, what are you like? His Wikipedia is actually not helping right no, now. No, no, because because he's like it's former former American football player and coach, but it doesn't say where he's coaching. Jim Zorn, current job. What? Uh, uh, Broncos coaching staff. I swear to God, if I... Bronco, Bronco coaching staff, Denver Broncos. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Bill Musgrave, Mike Sullivan, defense. Uh, maybe? Maybe he's... He is not there. I swear to God, it looked just like him, and I can't find who I might be confused. Oh, maybe it's Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach. Ah, uh, uh, sure. Okay, okay. I I guess they have. Oh, I'm so disappointed now. I got so excited. Zorn Gate Zorn Gate 2018 is officially over. Sorry, folks. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint everyone, but Jim Zorn is not on the Broncos. It is presumably. Mike Sullivan, quarterbacks coach. Oh my he god. Is... So Wait, this... he's our old offensive coordinator. <laughs> I didn't even recognize our old offensive coordinator. I thought it was Jim Zorn. <laughs> I um I, I need to I need to uh to draw your attention to the fact that the Broncos have hung thirty five points on the Cardinals. This is the most amount of points allowed in any half by any team in any like in college pro whatever this is the most points that have been scored in this stadium in one half in this stadium in this stadium not on not on the cardinals not like by the broncos this is the most amount of points that this stadium has seen in one half by one team and it's not gonna get any better i i so i what i was reading was that if if the cardinals offense doesn't get it going today which i i it doesn't appear to be going it doesn't appear right to be now going. Well, well, it appears i, to I don't be think it's, it's too much to claim at halftime that the cardinals offense is not going no that they're just gonna fire mike mccoy uh which i don't I don't know. Every single Cardinals fan I've seen, so like the two of them, uh-huh. has been complaining to death about Mike McCoy. Like I, I've checked Cardinals online forums because I was curious, like what what was going on because I wasn't watching this team before this mm-hmm. game, and they're, they're all just complaining to death about Mike McCoy. Yeah, yeah. I, I because that that's my thing, right? Like. Larry Fitzgerald is is as old as time, but that hasn't stopped him before. Uh, David Johnson was supposed to be this, you know, generational talent at running back who who's coming back by like for. Yeah, I, I wonder how many uh, fantasy drafts he was a top five pick in. Oh, yeah. Pretty much every single one. Right. Like I definitely a top 10 pick. And that's so what I've heard too is that like fans are really complaining about him like how how the cardinals are using him and un- are underutilizing him i just like it's it's a very easy uh fire to do right it's a very easy personnel change to make to be like okay so maybe the big problems here come with offensive with with our scheming on the offensive side of the ball if we fix that maybe get david johnson uh involved in different ways and help him find his legs maybe we can open up the passing game which will make things easier for josh rosen which will make things easier for larry fitzgerald and then our offense will be putting up more points meaning the defense isn't out on the field for as long and opposing offenses have to you know pass the ball and do more high-risk plays it's a very easy like domino thing to to like create for yourself so i i think that i think i like i get it i get the i get the inclination to fire your oc pretty much in any any situation it's it's the first place you go god knows is is a northwestern fan i've been everyone's been like 
you know, fire Mick McCall, who is ROC for like years and years and years. Like, I get it. It's the easy fix. I just like, I mean, do you think it'll work? I don't know. I, at this point, like the team, despite the fact that it is the first season for Wilkes as head coach, and it is first six games, like I feel like this team is bad enough that something needs to be addressed. Right. Right. Like this isn't just like, like I would look at the New York, like compare the New York giants to this team who are also basically first year, everybody. I don't think the giants are bad enough to warrant firing any of their coaches Mm -hmm. or looking at any of their coaches and being like, something's wrong here. Right. I think there's, there's still enough there and you can kind of look at the talent problems at, at like the holes, the GM, Jerry Reese left and you can go like all right this is this is a team that needs to adjust to an entire new system and everything I don't think anyone on the Giants deserves to be looked at for potential firing right now the Cardinals look like a legitimately garbage team Mm -hmm. to the Mm -hmm. point where there is something fundamentally wrong so so deep that they need to do something because you can't build a winning team on a foundation this bad right and that's that's kind of what i've trying been like you have put into words what i've kind of been trying to think about which is like you always get this like on paper versus reality kind of thing where you know oh you have a lot of talent on the field but it can't come together there there are very few excuses for a team with david johnson larry fitzgerald and patrick peterson to like be not not just like what are they they're five and one they they yeah. picked up a win they're one and five one and five they're one and five yeah not five and one one and five yeah sorry I, I Jason Wittened uh, for a second there um, but like I I it, it, like one in five is is not like you don't want it but that's acceptable one in five this way is different right you, the this team looks like this the this worst is team a three and 13 far. one in five exactly yeah yes if that this is this is potential we're, we're looking at probable first overall pick team right now already that, in, in week six yeah. and I don't, I don't i don't know if anyone would be incredibly like oh you're jumping the gun a little bit because this has been consistent it's been consistent yeah. every single week i don't know how they managed to beat the 49ers well the 49ers are garbage too the 49ers are also very bad and are probably going to be drafting in the in the top five yeah ex- especially after they lost uh janine but yeah like this this team just watching this half of football just how busted this team looks it's really it rough. is it is ex- it is excessive like it it feels like we're watching a snuff film yeah 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 and the broncos aren't even that good like they're not that's the thing the broncos Going... offense isn't that great no case keenum's been getting a ton of heat because broncos fans are like ah this guy's not as advertised why is this person who had one good season on a team that had stacked receivers not playing quite as well. Yeah. Like the Broncos the Broncos Vance Joseph's not a good head coach. No. No. And and I hate I I hate to say that because it is it is Vance Joseph is a good interview and he's he's fun and you know uh, he seems He seems be... like a decent guy. Yeah, but you know I, I don't know how much how much I think at a certain level, around. you can't be a decent guy and be a successful head coach in the National Football League. Yeah. Like, I can't think of, like, a super successful head coach that probably wasn't a massive asshole. Well, Bel- why don't we, why don't we, why don't we go through and, and try and, like, I, I mean, obviously, Belichick, right? That's... Belichick, you know, obvious, massive football robot, total asshole. Ditka... Did, no, what well Ditka I don't think was a good coach that's that is my but he was also a big take, asshole he's also a gigantic he, asshole the fucking greatest coaches of all. um Don Shula I don't fucking 
I don't. Yeah, I don't Don, know anything no, about Don, Don Chula, Chula as a person. Don Chula probably had his head all the way up his ass. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm. You keep looking stuff up. I'm going to Parcells, go take my pizza out of the maybe? oven. Oh, Parcells is a huge asshole. I mean, I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't know. No, no. Bill Parcells was a huge asshole. Was he? All right. I don't fucking remember yeah. anything about him other than well. Right. Okay. 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 Well. All right. Andy, allow me to allow me to uh, offer up Andy Reid. Andy Reid is probably a good guy. I feel like Andy Reid is the median. Like you're either above or below the Andy Reid line. The Andy Reid line is the like on the X and Y axis where you have the correlation of good coach to assholeness. Andy Reid is the like. He seems like an okay dude, and also he's an okay coach, but it's not more than that on either level. I think Andy Reid is the control here, right? I That's think fair. That, I think that that is. I think that is is the way. I think that's that's hmm. how we should measure that. Pete Carroll's a truther, so so there's that. Pete Carroll seems like he's very nice to his players, but he's also like that's all he's good at. Yeah, Doug, like, he does. He doesn't Peterson seem like seems... a smart person. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, okay, and so also, all right, and also, um, Pete Carroll abandoned USC right before sanctions. So that's super true. Oh, I totally for I every single time we talk about Pete Carroll. I always forget that he was a complete scumbag yes. and did the equivalent of football insider trading at USC. Yes, never, never forget. Like we, Pete Carroll can never forget how the jet fuel can't melt still beams, but yeah. we should never forget that Pete Carroll abandoned USC and let them and let them get sanctioned and skip town to avoid punishment. Like uh-huh. Pete Carroll's an asshole. Yep, yep, absolute, absolute dick bag. Doug Peterson, maybe Bruce Arians. Those I are... don't know if Doug Doug Peterson. Eh. I feel what? like there's no I... there's no proof that Doug Peterson it isn't just like a flash in the pan good coach. Right. That's yep. I I was. I'm yeah, I'm trying to sure. think of like legendary like long term head coaches yeah. and whether or not they were assholes. And I yeah, I think we need are, to give Peterson are. more time. Yep. I agree, but they are definitely. I think that all of the, the big ones. <sighs> Tom Coughlin, asshole. Asshole. Tom Landry. Just, just a hard ass. Asshole too. Tom Landry, asshole. Jimmy Johnson, asshole. A- absolute asshole. Dungy, asshole. Joe Gibbs. Bill Cower, asshole. An ass- Bill Cower for sure, asshole. George Allen, asshole. Uh, okay, hey, hey, we we've skipped over a big one. Oh. Is John Madden an asshole? Oh. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't... don't know. John Madden, to me, is always the announcer. Yeah. And I have to remind myself sometimes that he was actually a coach. Yep. Yeah, I, I... But he was also a coach for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back when they were, like, just win baby jerks. Yeah. Yeah, so, but but also there, there's I, a difference between hmm. I feel like I feel like there's a difference between that and being you know asshole patriots, right? I feel like you can be a you know you can be the you can be a villain and not be an asshole. You know what I mean? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but I maybe maybe John Madden is John Madden at least is as far as I can think might be the only outlier or the largest outlier because if if for no other reason than if you picture John Madden you always picture him with a big like truly happy smile on his face mm. right and he like, might be maybe i'm trying to, i don't know anything about tom landry as a coach cuz he seemed like a quiet kind of guy. He was he was one of the old school coaches like Vince. Yeah. Vince Lombardi seems like a guy who was probably an asshole. Yo, Vince Lombardi was definitely an asshole. You don't Tom like... Landry seems like a quiet kind of dude. I'm, I'm I maybe this is prejudicial, but I'm kind of disqualifying all the folks that have shit named after them by the NFL. 
And I could, I cannot tell you why. Also, they just cut to, oh my god, they cut to the booth with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in this game, and someone <laughs> has left Troy Aikman in the oven too long. It is. Oh it is my god! Not yeah, good. he is. It is not he is good. Weirdly pink. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's not a good pink. It's a weird pink. No, it's a weird pink. It, it, it's yeah. It is a really weird sunburn pink, and I don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like it. I. Uh. Ooh, and here's the kick. The Broncos are receiving the kick. Oh, oh buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, the Broncos get the ball first, and the they're Broncos up get the by first. 32 points. Yep. Yep. The Cardinals have still not oh. scored a touchdown. When do you think they uh, put in the B team? I don't know. I'm wondering if we're gonna see like who's. I know, Sam Bradford can't isn't gonna play. No, no. Because he's not. Sam Bradford, like, as soon as he like wasn't the starter anymore, they were actually going over it earlier in the game. As soon as Sam Bradford wasn't the starter anymore, they made him inactive. So he can't go into play because a lot of his uh payment bonuses were tied to him being active. Oh, that's so sucks. The, Yeah. On one hand, like Sam Bradford's made more than enough money. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. But yeah, that that's still kind of a dick move. Like, oh, well, we're not going to pay you because if we're not going to start you, then we're not going to give you these incentive tied bonuses right. that you would be earning anyway. Right. Like, uh, Sam Bradford's that, making fifteen million dollars guaranteed on this Cardinals contract. I can't. I can't believe it. I. I, I well, how I, is I that guy swindled so many things? It's because he uh, there's a Sam Bradford cycle too, and the Sam Bradford cycle is a little bit sadder because it usually ends in a shoulder injury or something. But like he's put together some okay seasons, right? He's not yeah. he's not the worst. Mm. Yeah, he's not the worst. Nah, nah. I it, it, so oh. I don't I don't I don't feel like I feel worse. Like I feel better about him making money than I do about Ryan Fitzpatrick making money because like. Sam Bradford, the question is always when he'll get injured. I think it's everyone is like aware that he is a better than average, better than mediocre quarterback, right? Except this year. I think that's the weirdest part. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, you're right. Like with Sam Bradford, it wasn't when he would turn into a pumpkin. It was when would he get hurt? Yeah. So when he came into Arizona and it's not so much that he got hurt, he just straight sucked. Yep. And they took him off the field. That was unusual. I'm so I'm wondering so maybe it's I maybe it really is the coaching staff because Sam Bradford had a good year last year. Sam Bradford had a damn good year last year. Yeah, under right? under where was he? No, he had like the one or two good games on the Vikings before he got hurt. And he, oh, and that's he was right, okay that's for the right, Vikings. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um he was yeah, okay he for was the Vikings okay under Zimmer and Shermer. Uh he mm-hmm. was he was good on the Eagles for his one season that he played or two seasons that he played like mm-hmm. there's there's something fundamentally broken with the cardinals and i i gotta say um the uh the cardinals head coach steve wilkes mm-hmm. just the way he's dressed on the sidelines he looks like an inactive player <laughs> he does to... not look like a head coach he looks like it he's just wearing like the inactive player shirt sure and he's yeah, just kind of like standing the... there a team color it's like, shirt. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah he looks like a player who got hurt early in uh-huh. the season and is now like has a headset talking to the rookie who's currently filling his spot. That's what Steve Wilkes looks like to me. Being in a, you know, quote unquote leadership role on the sideline for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, you know, like I'm looking at a list of like great NFL coaches and like Paul Brown. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like Paul Brown is like treated as a legend, but I -hmm. bet that guy was an asshole because he started an entire other team just to spite the team that fired him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never forget. He started the Bengals pretty much purely to fuck over the Browns after what the Browns did to him. So something tells me Paul Brown was an asshole. (laughs) Yep. Probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you'd, you'd think. There's so many. Fuck. There's so fucking many of those stories. Who's the biggest asshole in coaching the history? Coach? 
The biggest asshole coach. Oh my god. I'm I'm saying Buddy Ryan. Oh okay. I I'm 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 putting my hat in for Buddy Ryan. Buddy Ryan. Whenever I think of asshole coach, that's the mm-hmm. first name to pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. I'm trying to think of who. Oh my god, it's it's a Steelers guy. I can't remember his name right now. I, I literally, I, I also literally just looked up Bob Ursay moving the Colts, but that wasn't a, yeah, obviously we had yeah, to yeah, that was, the coach. That was an ownership. That was yeah. an owner. That was an owner being an asshole in one of the most, like, Oh, most trying to debate who moves. the most asshole owner would be. That's oh, an impossible Jesus. question. Yeah, oh my God. They're all so bad. They're all so They're bad. all such garbage people. I think. I mean, I feel uh, like that is the rest the in peace, Paul Allen. No, yeah. Oh no, we, t- <laughs> we did a very bad job. We did a very bad job. We did a very bad job this week. Rest in peace, Paul Allen. To be to be fair, I never heard a, heard a single bad thing about Paul Allen. As I mean, he's an NFL owner, so obviously anything good he did has to be taken through the grain of salt. Of he's a massive. One one percent elite person yeah, who doesn't he's got more care about you, right? But exactly. When you compare him to the other NFL owners, on that perspective, he was one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, that's not that's not nothing. So it's not. I mean, when you're when you've got a league with Jerry Jones and yeah. Dan Snyder and. Mm-hmm. God, basically most of them. John yeah. Mara, get Kraft, <laughs> Kraft, um, get Ziggy Wilf, yeah, Dean Jim Spanos, Jesus, Stan yeah, Kroenke. You, you can go down. Jesus, the, you can literally go down. The oh whole my line. God! Like, like Shad Shad Khan, who we thought was an okay one and is now not. Yep, yeah, they're all they're all bad. But yeah. he was he was on. Probably in the bottom ten in terms of evil owners yeah. in the NFL, yeah, and in the NBA. So we should we should make sure that they like if they're still taking you know requests for what to put on his tombstone. You know, probably one of the top ten least terrible uh, uh, owners of a football team. Yep. Hey, Larry Fitzgerald just made a sweet uh, catch and run. Yeah, yeah. That was actual I, I, legitimate offense by the yep, Cardinals. Yep. Uh Josh Rosen put a put a nice ball on the money uh over the middle uh the play before that. It was it was nice. Mm-hmm. So maybe Very that's nice. maybe that's the key. They've got them exactly where they want them. Their their defense is uh is playing a little bit on their heels because, you know, they're up 32 points and uh I mean, would you try at that point? No, no, it's You spent it's, the first half the absolutely time. annihilating them. Like they they probably went into halftime and didn't even bother like thinking about adjustments because like why well hey what? to be to be fair I mean would you oh would that you was almost anything? a pick oh man <laughs> that was the best uh, decision there Josh Joshy Josh Joshy boy Joshy 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 boy Josher the Josher the the chosen the chosen quarterback he had time in the pocket though he just kind of stared his receiver down in the. Uh, cornerback baited this him. is this is what happens when you rush a, a rookie to well yep this is what happens when you rush a rookie out to to start it's like this happens nine out of ten times sometimes josh you get rosen back and... to pass uh steps up in the pocket runs through starts running for it he's got the first down he's got a little bit more slides and uh broncos player almost takes him out uh he chucks the ball to the ref uh that was positive yardage by the cardinals offense they are now within a possible scoring distance this is the red zone for the cardinals and a bronco is down are we about to see all right we don't know who it is yet i'm pretty sure when rosen slid a bronco kind of like did kind of like the jump over top while touching him move and ran into another player and i think that's what happened and we've just gone to commercial so i don't know who's dead Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope I was better score. than Jason Witten there. I think. <laughs> sure, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh I just saw the Miami Dolphins in a commercial. They're advertising Dolphins versus Texans. 
I don't want to watch uh, that game either. That next God Thursday damn. night, Dolphins Texans. What a game! Are you excited? No, not not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm I'm literally so what I'm literally gonna do is because this is making me unhappy. I'm gonna go to NFL.com and look up the the games for this coming week, like the other games, the real football games that are happening. Even though I'm gonna be at like I'm gonna be out of town, I won't be able to watch any of them. I just want to I want to see the other games that are happening. Uh, and I, I suddenly feel better, except for the fact that on the NFL website they're streaming Thursday Night Football Broncos versus Cardinals. While I'm looking at what I really want to look at, which is the schedule, uh, Titans Chargers. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a Chargers. Hey, we, we might as well just do predictions right yeah, now. Yeah, why not? Like, why not? While they're on yeah. commercial break. Yeah, for sure. Let's do for it. Sure. Let's do predictions. Titan Titans at Chargers. I think it's gonna be a close game, actually. But but the Chargers are gonna win. They're red hot right now. It, it's funny that the Chargers are the best team that l- no one is watching. Yep. Yep. Melvin it's... Gordon is fucking lighting it up. And people are like, why aren't, why isn't anyone paying attention to Melvin Gordon? Because no one fucking watches the Chargers anymore. Mm-hmm. They, the league just had a meeting about how non-viable the Chargers have been in Los Angeles so far. Did that, damn. It's embarrassing. That. That's crazy. Oofa, 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 doofa. Panthers at Eagles. Panthers at Eagles. I think the Eagles take that, right? I feel like the Eagles. Yeah, I don't think the Panthers are actually all that good. I think no. I think they've had kind of a soft sk- they've beaten bad teams, I feel. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not impressed. Um Vikings at the Jets. Mm. I I mean, I gotta like, consent, it to the Vikings, like, like, right? It's the Vikings. It, it's the instinct, Vikings. I just like Instinct says Vikings, but this is the Jets team especially at home is the kind of team that could just randomly be good. Yeah. And the Vikings have already proven that they could just randomly be bad. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that, that, that could go, that could be a trap game. Keep your eye on that one, folks. But it's kind of a trap game either way, right? Like it, it, yeah. it seems like either of these teams could put a, could blow the other one out depending on what happens. This, this game actually might be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I'm actually kind of interested in Vikings Jets, Bills yeah. Colts. Derek Anderson oh, going against God. Andrew Luck. Well, they're going to have Ty Hilton back, I think, uh, this week. Oh, right? I, I think they are. I think they are. I think that was confirmed today. So I'm going to go with the Colts, especially since they're at home. Especially since D- Derek Anderson, also. Derek Anderson, like. I'd hate to say it, but Josh Allen is honestly the best hope for the Bills offense. Yeah. And yeah. he's hurt. And he hurt his elbow. He hurt the ACL of his elbow. Yep. Which um, might fuck up his career because his arm strength is pretty much the only thing he's got. So if this gets right. messed up, um, that that could be it already for Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah, he'll have to Just, retool pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. The Patriots at the Bears. Hello. I, so I think the Bears win. I think the Bears take it. Actually, I think the this, Bears match up really well with the This feels like a game Patriots. the Bears could win. I think. I think you're right. I think this is a good matchup. And if Trubisky plays well, I think the Bears can win this. The, Trubisky has the kind of arm, and again, I thought he was going to be interception prone, but he he's kind of like where he excels is those like twenty to twenty five yard underneath routes, like over not not underneath over the middle routes uh and like the patriots secondary this year is not very good so i i don't know man i think i think that they that chicago will try and run on them try and get Tariq cohen going but you know and if they can't find anything uh through the patriots front seven like i i i really feel like trubisky's gonna pass for like 300 yards in that game yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. This is probably gonna be the game everyone wants to watch. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Browns at Buccaneers. Ooh. Hello. Browns, right? This is gonna be Browns? Browns, I, right? I think it all t- Buccaneers were okay last week. They, they like the- almost pulled off the miracle game yeah. play right at the end. Like I don't know. This could this could definitely go either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, this is this is going to be a game I'm interested in watching 
My, I would my, like to take a moment to just say that the Cardinals are third and goal from the four. Yep. Josh Rosen steps back, chucks it in. Touchdown, Ooh. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald it, gets a TD. And that Best was, butt in the game. That was after, just so you know, that was after Rosen went to uh, Fitzgerald, the player right before that, and threw what looked like to be a sure interception. Oh, it was overthrew it, him. It, it was, was abysmal. Yeah, it was a bad, bad drop by uh, the cornerback. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, I think so. So here's the thing with the Buccaneers, and especially last week in that shootout uh, against Atlanta. Atlanta's defense is all injured, right? Atlanta isn't going anywhere this year. But Even their I, offense is starting to get injured now. Devonta yeah. Freeman just went on IR. Yep. Yep. So like, so I don't think. I don't know if that's a great indicator of how good the Bucks' offense is, right? The Browns' defense is legitimately okay to good, and I think that I think that they'll be able to stop a Bucks offense that, whenever it's been tested, has looked very bad. So that that's that's my thing. I think that like Cleveland wins this game in some like. 20 to 10 or 21 to 10 like slog uh that I don't sounds think about right a, it's not going to be a pretty win if the browns yeah, win i don't think it'll be a particularly interesting game but i think the browns take it all right texans at the jaguars oh man i mean what do you I think feel the like jaguars get it together the jags, but the jags have not looked like themselves lately no no they're, they're like everyone's calling fraud on their defense and i you know Everyone in the AFC South is now three and three, so this is a huge game for both the Texans and the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars take it though. I think the Jaguars will win because Bill O'Brien is quite possibly like the worst red zone coach ever. Yep. Like the yep. Texans Texans like Bill O'Brien's not a good coach. I think after all this time, we could just say it. Bunchin yeah, no, is not, not a good coach. Yep. How how many Lions, of Houston's oh. points have come from their defense? I feel like it's not an insignificant number. Probably enough. I mean, they won last week off their defense. Yeah. Off a um, Peterman interception. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, right. The Texans are not good. The Jaguars should be a better team. That's that's it. Lions at Dolphins. Brock Lobster. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it to the Brock Lobster, too. This is exactly the kind of stupid game the Dolphins would win. Uh-huh. And exactly yeah. the kind of game that the Lions should win and then lose. So, well, here's here's the here's a thing. Here's a thing. If this game is like like in the in the waning minutes, it's something like f- fucking 40 to 45 or some insanely high score. Uh it, well, Either either way, you get the ball in in Matt Stafford's hands down six or seven points. The Lions win that game somehow because that's the way Matt Stafford works. Mm. But but I yeah. don't think that's going to happen. I think I think this is a multi score game, uh, and Miami wins that way. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think I think the Dolphins are going to win this one. Saints at Ravens. I want to give it to the Saints so that they so that Breeze beats all 32 NFL teams. I think right? I think this is going to be a Saints win. The Ravens had their domination win last week, which means this week they're due to suck. So uh-huh. I think I think the Saints are going to take this one. I think Drew Brees is too good to be fooled by that defense and they're they're just a better team. That's been a that's been a tradition for the uh for the Ravens for years, maybe even decades now is that every single time they lay the smackdown, they have a really bad game the next week they get everybody hyped up and then oh oh wait all right let yeah. remove your expectations again folks right uh, right cowboys at the redskins uh i mean i think the redskins win that one i do i honestly don't know they're both flawed uh-huh. and they've both had flashes where they're not that bad yeah I don't know what to expect out of either of these teams because I don't know what either of these teams are. Yep. Yep. I, I, I might I'm, actually I'm make this one of the better games too. of the weekend because they're they're probably evenly matched. 
uh-huh evenly flawed their division it's a division game this might actually be a game that's pretty worth watching sure yeah i agree i'm just giving a slight edge to to washington i don't really have any clear they are at home saying so, why yeah. yeah so i'll just go with they're at home uh rams at 49ers <laughs> buddy oh that's gonna be tough what if <laughs> but what if the 49ers win though oh man I mean, C.J. Bathard almost pulled off the upset against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he did. He did. The old beat hard. But I... I, I feel like the 49ers no are, are like, have one of the worst records in the NFL, but they keep looking like a team that can win every week. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're doing kind it's, of what the Browns weird. did early season last year, right? Where they... Where they have lost a ton, ton, ton Their of record doesn't quite reflect the the team itself right they've been in every single game right yeah like they, i they i haven't... think i think they deserve a little bit more credit than we're giving them even with bethard in there they they put up fights yeah there's they're, they're not quitting they're not the cardinals where they're just getting annihilated this is a team that is trying and maybe it's not reflecting in their record very well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah i agree Bengals chiefs well, so uh, the Chiefs are at home, and it, it's going to be a trendy pick. Like, if you're watching the pregames, people are going to, oh, the Bengals are on the rise, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's looking good, and whatever. Gio Bernard is going to be good again and stuff. No, 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 no. Chiefs are unbelievable this year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait until they play the Rams. It's going to be great. Yeah, It's going to be probably the best game of the year. Can't wait yep. to watch that. Yep, yep, yep. And um, I'm so sorry, but the Monday night game... Oh, it's going to be bad. ...is Giants-Falcons. Yeah. Ugh. I, I'm just hoping... I'm, I'm really just hoping that the Falcons get their offense together so at least we can, like have some like the one thing i could say is i have 100 percent confidence that julio jones will finally find the end zone this weekend yeah 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 that's true it's gonna happen against the giants Mm -hmm. it it's that everything has set up to make me cry like this so that's what's going to happen the giants offense will probably not look as bad against the falcons as they did against the eagles because the falcons defense is on ir Right. So I, I imagine this might actually be a high scoring game. Probably. Almost definitely, yeah. I mean the 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 Falcons secondary is super, super injured, like I was saying, and then I mean Matt Ryan is a very good quarterback who can throw the ball the ball very well to the receiving core he has that is also very good. So I think that I think that, that yeah. is is a pretty fair assessment of the situation. Yeah, I'm, it might not be the worst game of the week, but like, if you skip it because you got to go to bed, don't feel bad. Yeah, you're not going to miss anything. Just watch the highlights. This isn't isn't a game that you're probably going to need to stay up to watch. This isn't, this isn't like Chiefs, uh, Patriots. This is, geez, I just realized the Giants played last week on Thursday and now they're going to play on Monday. That's a that's like an 11 day break. Yeah, Is that allowed? Uh, I, I don't know. I I can't I, I guess so. Yeah, I I can't remember like I I thought about that before. I I don't know if I remember it having happened or like I'm sure it's happened before, but I don't know if I've ever thought about it. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's that. Anyway, it's the uh, Broncos and Cardinals are still playing football. Um, they showed Larry Fitzgerald on the sideline a little while ago, and uh, he just looks dead inside. Yeah, it really sucks. It really sucks. If this team ever comes out of the cellar to become a competitor, it's it's going to be after he's done, and I think he knows it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a real shame. We've talked about that before. It's really, really a shame that, you know, he... He has made people want to play on the Cardinals. Like, if the Cardinals get good, it's going to be because he's laid the groundwork over, you know, how long has he been in the league? 15 years? Something like that? Something crazy like that? 
Like it's he been was on a while. that team with Kurt Warner and just like I it sucks. It sucks that like that he doesn't have a ring and that all he'll like get is a Hall of Fame berth when like the Hall of Fame is has been so cheapened, like everyone's in the Hall of Fame. And I don't know. I it, it makes me it makes me very sad. To, it's, th- to think about Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, oh God, Josh Rosen just got completely leveled. Are they calling this a fumble? They haven't blown it dead yet. I think I feel like that was a forward pass, but they didn't blow it dead. Oh, man. So they're probably going to examine whether this was... All right, what's the replay here? Rosen steps back, play action. Oh, I think that might be a fumble. Oh. Buddy. Oh, I don't know. The he's hit before he makes the forward arm motion, and the hit kind of makes his arm go forward. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Watching that's the replay a, in slow mo, they, they almost yeah. always call that a fumble, though. Like when yeah. that happens, they almost always do that. I my my gut tells me fumble after watching the replay. Mm-hmm. So with the NFL refs, it'll it'll be an incomplete pass. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's. I actually do think that's an incomplete pass. Anyway, uh, tell. Be glad that you're listening to our podcast and not watching this stupid game. If you did watch this game, and we're giving you flashbacks, we apologize. Yeah, Sam, what do you think about these Verizon commercials with the character from Silicon Valley in them? Because I hate it, them. It baffles me that they would do that because the whole point of that guy's character on Silicon Valley is he's unlikable. This unlikable tech guy that wants to sell people on shit that doesn't work and is stupid. And Verizon, a tech company, was like, you know who would be the best spokesperson for our new ad campaign? This guy. Except also, let's let's make him even more unlikable somehow. And there seems something a little disingenuous about the fact that Silicon Valley is a show that's basically about how evil Silicon Valley companies are. Yeah. And then, like, Verizon is using that character to unironically sell, like, their product that's pretty heavily tied to tech. Is it, yeah, is it like, is it a we're, we're in on the joke kind of thing? Or, I mean, I don't... I, I mean, so. considering just... how many times I've laughed at their commercials, um, they're definitely not joking. <laughs> that's a, that's a zinger, folks. Their their <laughs> commercials are not funny. It's it's very bad. It's true. It's true. I, I, like it's it's gotten to the point where that like I I welcome the progressive ads. Oh, especially especially that one where they make fun of the Chevy ads. That one's kind of kind of fun. Progressive oh, commercials man. have kind of gotten weird because yeah. they're like, "What do we What do we do with flow now?" I yep. feel like we've run our course with this person, so they're just getting weirder. Yep. And yep. you know, I'm okay with that because weirder is good. Yep, I agree. I completely agree with that. Oof. Frozen <sighs> steps back, dump off into the flat, a good five yards. Congratulations. I believe that was David Johnson. I feel like the hardest part of being an announcer would be knowing everybody's name offhand. Yeah, right. Yes, I don't. Whenever, whenever I think, whenever I think about like announcing and like if I'd be good at it or not, like just watching the play and just knowing where all the players are lined up immediately, knowing them by heart, and it's not like. Oh, God, Rosen. Jesus Christ. That was a fumble. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, God. Uh, and, yeah, I just feel like knowing all the players, all the, basically by their numbers, because you're, you're too far away to be able to see their names, mm-hmm. you, you'd have to be able to call them basically as it happens. I feel like that would be very easy to mess up. And I have a lot of respect for announcers who do who keep that especially play-by-play announcers because they're the ones who have to keep that stuff in mind right so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's an underappreciated 
skill for announcers because we all we all look at announcers we we could do a better job than that but you got to keep in mind all these players names you've got to you've got to know this like basically offhand like that 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 takes time that takes effort to memorize all that stuff so that you're prepared well you get the you get the like the card. I so I know this because like Ray and I did that thing like a couple years ago where we did an alternate broadcast for NFL games and mm-hmm. we printed out like sheets that had everyone's number based on like whether it was special teams, offense or defense. It was so so hard. And then like and then you rattle off things like oh he went to college at, at this place you know, year he entered the league, how many years he's been with the team, whether or not he's changed positions at all, like all of that, all that stuff. And being able to, to know that like on the fly. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they have like little tablets with all this information there, you know, that's like instantly accessible, but also like when you're on a broadcast team, Looking down at that and then back up, like, and waiting when this big play happens, you can't do that. Like, you cannot no. do that. So it's it's a harder job than we give it credit for. But also, just to we cap both off do a better episode, job than Troy Aikman. We both do a better job than Troy Aikman and possibly Jason Witten. Yeah. So, you know what? I think that's a that's a good little circular wrap up for this podcast episode of live watching football and talking shit so sam how can we follow you you can follow me on twitter at sam grisezzes s-a-m-g-r-e-s-z-e-s-e-s-e-s and on instagram and twitch at robots fighting dinosaurs dave you can find me on twitter at dropplay dave on facebook at the dropplay comic on instagram on patreon and of course on the dropplay.com Thank you for listening. Um, let us know who you think the biggest assholes are, coaches mm-hmm. and uh, owners. Like yes. We want to know your asshole preferences. We want to know who your top assholes are. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>